Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York. It's the show that is following you on threads. If nah. you know. I am. Uh. I followed I followed you. <laughs> I did. You're on threads. Oh, I yeah. followed Something I do want to see another thing from Brew to not follow you. Yeah. It's first things first. Right. On today's show. <laughs> well, we're going through all the teams. Is Dame joining the Warriors? Wait. No, but we're gonna kick it around. It's okay, everybody. <laughs> Meanwhile, friend of the show, Michael Vick, says Andy Reid has a shot at being the GOAT wow. coach dethroning Belichick. And finally, the most motivating segment in all of sports, it's the button. It's Thursday. It's a good o'clock. one. I got to be honest. They're it's always a good. good. One yeah, true. They're always exceptional. Alongside Chris Broussard, um, Kevin Wilds. Nick, do you have anybody on the button list? I do. I'm adding someone. I'm adding a Don't potential say. GOAT. To oh. the bud list. Oh, so, and it's not this, you know, tall fellow. Oh, you're giving him credit? For well, he, you know, you've already ago? called him the greatest prospect no. in the history of America. Well, no, I'm just you've, you've quoting scouts. Yeah, take That's that, all. Tiger Woods. <laughs> we start with Dame's warning. Ooh. Woe's reporting that Dame's agent is warning teams. Do not trade for him. And we wonder why Portland's not impressed with what Miami's offering. Here's what Aaron Goodwin had to say. I do what I should for my client. Some teams I did call. Other teams have called me. It's a respectful relationship with most teams. Truthfully, he wants to play in Miami. Period. <laughs> well, that pretty much solves it. Brew, do you believe that other teams should now stand down and not no. even try to get Dame? No. Because at the end of the and I don't mind. Look, Dame's trying to get where he wants to go. He's treating it like strictly business. But guess what? The Blazers need to do the same thing and will do the same thing. Now, I'm not saying he won't end up in Miami. That's, that's fine. But for other teams not to look at him because of this, no. Go forward because here's the thing. Dame is a baller. At the end of the day, He's Damian play. Lillard is professional. Yep. He is a baller. He's a hooper. And he's a high-character guy. So if he is traded somewhere else. To the Jazz. Particularly, well, another contender. If he he did play his college ball in Utah, yeah. do you think he wanted to go to Utah and play in no. college? No, but he balled out. The do you think he necessarily wanted to go to Portland? He's from Oakland. Portland's a lot different than Oakland. All right, At but he loves it. Similar area. Yeah, but country, it's but demographics yeah. and everything yeah. is way different. very different. He loves it. Okay, so if he were to go to Boston or Philly or some other team that's in the hunt, the Clippers even, I think he's going to play great and he's going to do his thing. And look, here's the history of it. Kevin Durant, 
When the Nets stood up to Durant and said, we can't find a trade. We're not trading you. You got four years left on your deal. By the way, Dame would have four years left on his mm-hmm. deal. It's not like he can leave after a year. Yeah. What did Kevin Durant do? He came out. No, he can't. Well, hold on. But he planned on being there for the duration. He only left because Kyrie Irving Mm. bailed. Mm. But up until that point, Nick, 29 points a game, 56%. He was playing great. And the Nets had working for them something similar to the Blazers have working for them. And I'll let you finish, which is, you know what Kevin Durant's favorite thing in the world probably is? Playing basketball. Yes. And same with Damian Lillard. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not, it is a job, but it's also he they loves love it. it. And the Nets knew that. They knew, and I think the Blazers know, and you can go well, ahead, or that he's not going to sit out. It's not going right. to be like, okay, I'm going to quit on the team. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play. And quit on your four years, yeah. $200 million contract yeah. that you have left. That's all true. Jalen Brown. He, we've talked, now he's been upset for a while yep. in Boston because his name's always in the trade rumors. But last year, being upset, being bothered, has his best year yet. Sure. Second team All-NBA, 26 points a game. Mm-hmm. So, Dame is a baller, so that's, teams should not beware. That's all true, but I think we have somewhat, and I don't think any team should be afraid to make a trade offer. But we've lost the thread a bit. And I think it is in part because the Blazers' assistant GM used to work at ESPN, and it seems like there's a lot of forces pulling Dame away from the Heat for reasons that I can only rationalize as because the Blazers want a better offer. But right now, what do we know? The Miami Heat have made an offer. You know what we also know, I think right now? It is the best offer because it's the only offer. The offer's not. It's the only offer. Well, it's not a good offer. Okay. But it's the only offer. It's the, so I'm, gonna not, it I'm is, not trading Dean okay, Willard but, for. But the problem and is I didn't this, even want the problem. The problem is this: the net the Nets believed we are com- still competing for a championship right now. The Blazers have made it clear we want to turn the page. Right. We want to start the new era. Mm-hmm. Not that we, you know what I mean, we, we talked about if the Blazers were going to trade Damian Lillard, even if he didn't demand a trade. That was never the discussion. We were saying, no, they, we were they saying that, they, that they need right. to do that. And everyone's like, well, Boston can make a better offer. They're not. Boston Globe reported 90 minutes ago. Boston, not in on Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's Dar- like that with their Right. Daryl Morey reportedly does not interested, according to me, Brew, Wendy, everyone, at least at the time, of trading Tyrese Maxey. If he doesn't, then they can't trump Miami's offer. I'm sure they would get involved if you want to do it without Maxey. I know there were rumors about San... Not rumors. There was reporting about Dame, you know, being intrigued right. by San Antonio. San Antonio made an offer yet? I haven't seen it. I know there's talks about Utah. Even Brew, Mr. Hardcore Businessman, who you signed the contract, Brew has said, well, I wouldn't send him to Utah. I'm willing to compromise with him. Exactly right. There are no other offers. So the problem is people have been saying since the moment this trade first, when I first proposed it, not in response to me, but then when it became really those were the bones of it. Hero, Jovic, the number 18 pick, who then became Jaquez, maybe Caleb Martin, salary filler and future picks. People have said, well, that's not enough. It's a terrible trade. And now you know what all the reporting says? Might end up being the best trade. I'm not doing it. So what are you doing? Nothing. 
Uh, it looks like Damian Lillard is playing for the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> but they don't – okay, go ahead. That, it, that, is, it is what it is. If, K, if KD, they got four first-round picks yeah. and a low-key star. Okay. Go Bear, four first-round picks, a pick swap, Walker Kessler, Vando, okay. Malik Beasley. Like, uh, and I'm getting two first-round picks? Okay, At least but, give me three, Pat Wright. Okay, but so let's talk about this for a second there because – I would argue Jaquez is a first-round pick. You just have the name on it, right? But you're saying future first-round picks. Right now, the Heat can only offer two if they remove the protections they owe on their 25 pick or the 26 pick. They can then also include the 24 pick. Okay. Well, but Tyler Hero, that. Tyler Hero, don't you think Brew Tyler Hero is worth a decent first-round pick? He's a he's a good player. He's a good. He's and so my point young, is, yeah. even if the Blazers like took garbage, him and so. then moved him, don't you think a team like the Spurs, who has Toronto's pick this upcoming year, might trade that pick for Tyler Hero? I don't know if you do whether it's Hero trade. or even Simons. Exactly I mean, right. You, you know, one so, of them would probably become expendable. But you have to be bidding against someone. And right now, everyone is saying how terrible the Miami offer is and how good other offers could be. Those other offers right now don't exist. Right. They don't exist. Okay, then it looks like we're going to see him. Here, I will game say, here's the thing, He has though. to create some leverage, and the leverage is you stay. Here's the thing, though. With Durant, I mean, it was just a great basketball fit, right? You have Durant. I mean, he's Durant. Mm-hmm. But still. His position was his position, and the team was in position to compete for a championship, all right? In Portland, it will get very uncomfortable. And I'm not just because Dane might have a bad attitude if he does. You just told me he's a professional. No, but I'm not even talking about that. But I'm not – he can come in there and be as professional as he wants. They are turning the team over to Scoot, to the guy that plays his position. I'm just saying it would stunt Scoot's, either Scoot's development or Shaden Sharps or Anthony Simons. Like, it kind of holds the team up from where they really want to go. If Dane plays, he's going to be the best player, and these other guys won't be able to be their full selves. So, it could get uncomfortable. Don't you think it's odd, and we can put up the heat offer if you can, Hubs, that Aaron Goodwin came out and made this statement I would think if I was Dame's uh, agent that I'd at least want to shake the snow globe a bit to get another offer so that Miami can get add a little bit extra so Portland would send him to Miami. I think he, Dame right now, understands that the Miami offer is not an unacceptable offer. It's not 140 cents on the dollar like the Gobert offer. It's not 100 cents on the dollar like the Durant offer. But it is not, you wouldn't look at it and say, that's the worst haul for a star we've ever seen. It, it's, not, it's not an outrageous offer. Now, what is happening, and this is what I feel like it's important for the audience to understand. This is all, in my opinion, public negotiation. Where both parties, mm-hmm. Portland and Miami, feel like, They have leverage here. Miami feels like we're the only place he wants to go. No one else is coming up with offers. Portland feels like you can do better, so do better. So right now what I think they're honestly haggling about is Portland wants them to take Nurkic back in it because they want to get off the contract. And then Miami's probably like, okay, well, in that case, between Jovic and Hakez, we want to keep one of them. That's what's going on. Well, I I also think that Portland could be saying get a third team involved so we can get more picks. 
Sure. Because that's something that could happen. For someone that wants Hero Absolutely. if we don't want Hero, which the – and by the way, I think ultimately that might happen. I, I think there are – you know, I think Kyle Lowry could end up being in this trade in some capacity because he's an expiring deal if they're trying to get off Nurkic. But there, there needs to be another team come out and, and Danny Ainge – of the Utah Jazz, if Portland really wants to be able to turn the screws and get the most possible, they need Danny Ainge to come out and make a trade offer. The problem with that is it is not in Danny Ainge's interest for Portland to get the best trade off. Yeah, but, but stick the, it to Pat Riley. Old stick it to Pat Riley. Does Dame fit there? Are they ready to no, win they now? And they That's don't actually no, want it. Would be pretend. But it would be <laughs> pretend. But my point is, if you're Danny Ainge, yes, you have hated Pat Riley for 35 years. I understand that. Very, should, hates maybe too strong. You've had a long-standing rivalry. But you are one of the rebuilding teams in the West. Portland is one of the rebuilding teams in the West. Mm-hmm. San Antonio, one of the rebuilding teams in the West. Why would any of them engage in this just to be a leverage play to help Portland get a bigger return. It doesn't make sense for them. Right. Um, it just look, doesn't. Portland doesn't need to rush, though. They don't need well, to rush. Especially because Miami, if they do want Hawkeyes, they can't trade them right, until August Right, but just wait anyway. till force Miami to get some more stuff in, like a third team, and you can get more picks in the That's deal. Right. Uh, Ramona noting that Dame had some interest in going to the Warriors. Brew? We don't expect this to happen. Would you have liked to see this? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be dying to see it, but I wouldn't have minded this because I do think, I mean, they're starting five of Steph, Clay, or assuming, you know, they, Steph, Dame, Clay, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. Oh, I like that. I mean, that's a lot of firepower there. And I don't think, like, a lot of people would say, oh, here he goes. Look, no, I Kevin like, Durant I personally, went by there. the way, I like Andrew Wiggins and Bruce putting him on the bench. Oh, wow. I forgot my man wow. Wiggins. You're I mean, right. that, is, the, that but is tough for Unless they brought ahead. Clay off. Yeah, which, but, right. yeah, but, but my point is, I, a lot of people were like, well, would you like seeing Dame on such a stacked team? Well, we, we saw Kevin Durant there. Dame's not Kevin Durant, it. all right? And so if Durant got credit, even though some people discredit him, mm-hmm. if he got credit for winning there, Dame would get some credit. Now, I'll say this. For Dame, this if they, let's say they won a championship. This wouldn't be it would feel different like now. a legacy-changing ring for Dame. If he goes to Miami and they win it, if he went to Boston or Philly and they won it, it's a legacy change. Thousand ring. percent agree. You go to Golden State, which has won four rings without you. Yeah. It's not. Hey, that's great. They finally won. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, doesn't cool. change oh, one too. Right, doesn't oh. change your legacy. Well, at all. and it's the listen. It would not be the same as Durant because Dame's not a you know a guy who had won league MVP recently, and the Warriors aren't coming off a seventy three win year. Mm-hmm. But it would be similar in this regard. The further like. That Durant had gotten knocked out in the conference finals by the Warriors. Dame's only conference finals appearance. He got you know washed out by Destroyed. the Warriors. And listen, this is this is make believe, particularly in this regard. Mm-hmm. The war if you don't like the Heat offer. You would have hated the no. Warriors' offer because Poole is would have to be a part of it. He's worse than Hero, I think. Even though you like him more than me, I, I feel I, I think they're very similar. Okay, yeah. I think Hero has more value, but that set that aside. They're similar. It's not like the Warriors have this cachet of a ton of draft picks. All of it. Here is what is fascinating about this thought exercise. Sure, it would have been first of all Steph and Dame on the same team. We talk about changing the geometry of basketball. It would 
break the geometry of basketball. Oh, so that's interesting. The two greatest, the greatest deep shooters in league history being on the court at the same time, what that would open up for everyone else. I would have just liked to see it just to see how basketball then evolves from there. Here's the other part of it. If the Warriors were, would have been able to do this and were super cutthroat, the, they would then also have to trade Clay. Because Brew, you, you know what I mean? I know it would, you would, right. the, the starting lineup that would make, make sense there is Steph, Dame, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, with Clay's expiring contract turning into, or not expiring, but not a lot of, turning into role players right. mm-hmm. and defenders. And by the way, had you walked through those doors, they could have won a couple of times. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, Steph, Steph and Dame with Draymond, Wiggins, and Looney as a starting lineup, that might be the best team in basketball Ball next year. Bench. Well, I don't think and they would have had Chris Paul so because I think that, before. but whatever it is, I think it would have been really fascinating, but I think it would have necessitated trading Clay, yeah. which they're clearly not doing. Detroit, Denver, OKC, and Houston. The only teams we haven't discussed Dame going to. Okay. <laughs> next week. Amazingly, we haven't done the Lakers. Well, we, yes, we've hinted at it. No. You've said it. No. What, You've ne- we've never no, mentioned the No, I said Harden would have fit with the Lakers. He had his chance. Harden would fit with He them. did have his chance. His and chance, then they, and LeBron, like, remember LeBron and AD team. brought him up to, yeah. he rode oh, yeah. up the elevator. <laughs> that well, was your Miami favorite like the right away. What? That, yeah. Miami gets him. That's a super team. Miami's That's a super, super team? team? They just went to the finals. The, As underdogs. They've been to the teams. finals four, twice I, in the last four I years. don't know if it's a super it's team when it's a Bam is not, not a Hall of Famer team. and Jimmy well, just we'll got see. in a week ago, we'll according see to you. what Bam is. Okay. Super team? I don't think that's that was, super You team. just stumbled onto a great topic. Yeah. It is. Well, I should have done that instead. Yeah, we should have done that. Let's. We're going to start fresh. <laughs> Would Miami be a super team? Andy Reid's GOAT potential next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. They're totally different things. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing, and so is flipping bats. This all-star game, join us in Seattle for the best views of the Midsummer Classic. The wall, it's gone. We'll be doing live pregame shows and live postgame shows for both the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. So join us for two amazing nights, July 10th and 11th. To celebrate the best players in the game, tune in and follow us on FoxSports.com, the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Uh, welcome back to an electric show. Friend of the show, Michael Vick, wow. went to bat for his old coach, Andy Reid. Maybe Andy Reid has a shot at catching Belichick and becoming the GOAT. Take a listen. Ooh. I was actually thinking this year, like, after Andy won the Super Bowl, he he only got two, but he went to, like, four or five NFC championship games. Every year y'all was in the NFC, your AFC championship game, or he was in the NFC championship game, or he was close. He might be the one of the the, the greatest coach of all time. Bro, seriously, You don't have bro. to win championships to be considered, you know, I understand Belichick and Brady and that, that whole dynamic, but... Coach did it in Philly, and then he did it in K. And he's doing it in KC. Doing it in KC, crazy though. It's stupid. No, I'm saying you. I'm always shout out coach. Like I love, I love that man to death. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the tail of the tape. Um, well, it's not that close. And there's one correction here. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Josh no longer with the show. Why? Had to let him go. Why? Because of the Super Bowl wins there. He put six, and I said it's actually eight. Yeah, that's not how it works. Because so, we're talking about the greatest head By the way, Josh goes. is right over there. Yeah, you know what, Brew? Brew, if Josh is available on waivers, you should claim him quickly. Uh, <laughs> Wilds will be crazy. paralyzed without him. No, it that's is not, not eight. That that's is not, not how it that's works. Not hey, how it Bill works. Belichick, can you bring your rings yes, to the that, show? Hold on. Sure. Wait a second. Here's my eight Wait a second. The PR people have rings, yeah, too. Does yeah. that mean they want He's the defensive no, coordinator hold on a second, of one of the best defenses ever. But the question it's is, not how it works. the question is, we're talking about the greatest head coach ever, so I do think it's fair to only. Where's my glasses? The Okay, but our discussion is about the greatest head coach ever, oh, correct, yes. bro? And the graphics and head coach. Okay, yeah. so fine. Okay. Only three so times. Josh is fine. fine. <laughs> no, Josh still fired. The, <laughs> so we're gonna if we're going to keep it to the parameters of the head coach career, obviously Bill Belichick is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. But that door can be kicked down, mm. and it's cracking open. You guys know my long-held belief, whether it's football coaches or basketball players, once you get to four titles, you're, you're, everything's available to you. Four titles, six titles, you know, it's all available yeah. to you. Eleven titles for some, right? And it's, it's not even It's like being a billionaire. Got two yeah, billion, exactly. one billion. It's all, we're, all, so, we're both billionaires. So, right, right. Those numbers look dramatic. They're not quite as dramatic as you'd think, particularly if we think Andy's going to keep coaching at a high level, and we wonder if Belichick can't. So can we show their careers under maybe a slightly different context? So he's not likely to catch him in total wins, but he's 60 behind. Playoff wins, he absolutely could. And by the way, Andy's second all-time in that category. Playoff appearances, he's going to pass him. Conference championship games appearances, he might pass him. Super Bowl appearances, he won't, and he won't get to him in wins. But it should be noted... Belichick is first or second in everything. Andy is second, third, fourth, or fifth in everything. So it's if we now brew add on, you know, another five years with Mahomes, with Belichick being on Wilds' hot seat, and then you add the tertiary things of like, hey, what's your coaching tree? And for Belichick, it's like, well, I've got Eric Mangini, who was successful with the Jets, and then everyone else kind of flamed out. Oh, Brian Abel is pretty good. 
Brian no. Dayball's pretty good. Yeah, Brian Dayball's good. You, you, you don't think he's good? I, no, I do. I don't. Some I people guess, put Vrabel. I guess well, Vrabel never. I, I wasn't really considering Dayball part of his coaching tree because Dayball went somewhere else, was a coordinator, and then was a head coach. But it's fair. That, you know, I, so Dayball, yes, you're right. So O'Brien's part of his tree, so be it. That's yeah. fine. Andy Reid has John Harbaugh, Sean McDermott, Doug Peterson, Ron Rivera of just guys that are good coaches right now or have been recently. His coaching tree is excellent. I, I absolutely think it's going to come down at the end. Greatest defensive coach of all time, greatest offensive coach of all time. Offense clearly matters more. And if they end up being relatively close on the rings, I think Reid could be considered it, without a doubt. Simple answer. Can Andy Reid ever become the GOAT? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And here's why. And and look, I, I don't think with four, Nick, that would do it. I think people still would consider Belichick. You, you, but I think yeah. five, if he nice. gets five, I think now then why have he these? has the chance ahead, sorry, without bro. question. And look, he's 65 years old, correct? 65. If he coaches another eight years, let's just say eight years. All right. Can he get three more rings with Patrick Mahomes in Probably. eight years? Yeah. Absolutely. So if he gets to five rings, and I'm, maybe it's more, but if he gets to five and Belichick has six, mm-hmm. that to me, because right now, Belichick's way ahead of him. Yeah. But I think even right now, it could be a Popovich-Jackson, Phil Jackson-Greg Popovich discussion. Obviously, Phil has way more. He's at 11 rings. Popovich has five. But there are people that say, Popovich didn't have Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, he had Duncan, but Duncan didn't, didn't have a Kobe winning. didn't have Michael Jordan. The, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Pop, you, so some people would consider. Wilds? Well, why no, are we having the discussion? Well, here's, but here's the other thing. Let's, because if, if he gets to five and, and, Pop, and uh, obviously Belichick's at six. Eight. I would look at it this way. What Pop, we know that he Reed would have won all his with Mahomes and uh, Belichick with Brady. But what did each of them do without that great goat type quarterback? I've got a graphic for you. But let's see the graph because I 13, 10, so 19 is, seasons, thirteen playoffs. There it is. No, but this is and this is Reed Look without Mahomes. Look so, at that. So take it's away, close. take away their Hall of Famers, right. and let's That's look what I'm at talking it. about. Andy made the playoffs 13 of 19 times without Mahomes. Made five conference championship games. Had three under 500 years in 19. It, 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 it's a bloodbath, right? That here. part is a is a 10-7 round. Absolutely. And, it's and here's Kevin the other Cobb thing: Cobb and Alex Smith and uh, Alex Smith, Donovan McNabb, and Michael Vick all had their bet played their best football under Andy. So Reed. did Foles. Foles had 26. Yeah. yeah. What, Castle, Wilds? You got What's Castle. Matt Castle, I guess. What's Without, the problem? Because we had him, just a 10-minute conversation of ridiculousness. Why? So go ahead. Why are we having the conversation that Andy Reid is close? Because he's got a quarterback that's going to win him well, some more well, rings. Sure, but he hasn't. But he's number two but why don't in we playoff have, wins. Who, I don't care about playoff wins. I care about Super Bowls. Okay, and, he's, and one guy has eight Super Bowls. No, you why, can't why, do the eight, eight things. He literally he has eight Super Bowl <laughs> rings. Don't tell me I can't do something when it's the literal fact. Bring your Super Bowl rings to We're the studio. About he would roll coach. them like <laughs> dice. Uh, there would be eight Super Bowl rings on the table. There would be so many Super Bowl rings. He'd be like, oh, my gosh, can you carry a few? I can't pick them up. 
Head coach, you know he has this six. Is not he, he, and Andy Reid has two, correct? Yeah. Six to two is okay, fair. Okay, Doug Peterson has one. Okay, can we have the conversation? Is Doug Peterson he better than Andy Reid? Hey, I, hold do you on. Think he might as well. Do you think Trevor the Chiefs Lawrence. are not well, going to win more? Well. Hold on. I got a question. If, if they on. win the next Wait, two Super Bowls, just let's just stop for a second. Sure, they don't have four. Bill Parcell is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yes. Okay, how many Super Bowl rings does he have? The answer is two. I'm not even, I don't know how many one is a quality control coach. I know you want to include those, but we're not going to do that for the purposes of these. Right, but you're doing this weird stuff with Belichick. You're giving him Brian Day. Dable is part of his coaching tree. That's not how that works either. Sean McDermott gets Dable. You don't, your coaching tree is guys who were on your staff okay, and then go become okay, a head coach. Okay, that's and not going to go down the, on his Wikipedia page, Brian Dable. I was just mentioning that he's been around for so long. You want to connect the tentacles of his coaching tree, which is also Parcells' tree, so it's all over the yeah, place. Yeah, of course. And, but and I also Andy don't Reeds care about his coaching tree. But, the, but the, these debates, if it's simply count the rings, then we shouldn't have them. If we shouldn't have them, then it's just Jackson and Arbach, Bill Russell, it, it'll be Brady as the player forever. It, we can't do it. If we want to have the, the nuanced discussion of could he pass him, and if it is, okay, they both had the, the greatest, court, arguably the greatest quarterback ever. Okay, how often and how much did they win with them? They both won a Super Bowl about every three years when they had those guys. How did they do without them? That's, to that's, me, that's going to be a huge. big piece of it. So when I have to sit here and listen to every basketball conversation mm -hmm. and you roll out all of these LeBron counting stats as an empirical example of why one guy has done it better and longer than anyone else, and I say, you know what, that's fair. And then when I roll out the same uh, sort of line of thought – all of a sudden, no. it's not fair no. because the guy who actually has less is better. No, wait a second. It's Hold not. On. Hold it's on a just, second. The guy has more. They had contests, and one guy won no. more than the other but guy. That's, but that's where, I'm, that's that's where, where I flatly disagree with you. Can we put up the Reed-Belichick thing again? Because without the, the, no, 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 not the without. Was... I know their careers. I don't want to do the without. Just I'm sorry, Hubs. The the initial full screen we had of their entire careers. I hope because in the, oh. no one Wilds, <laughs> no one is arguing. Nobody is arguing that he is right now better than him. But we are all of, the, I think, agreement that Andy is going to add a lot more playoff wins. And Belichick might be done with Yes. Can I that, also put one caveat here? Yeah. Not to be rude. We are not getting, I don't know how many buys do we have. Josh, you're rehired. Can you tell me how many buys okay. we had I, that it would take I'm actually, I'm actually agree with you there. Okay. But the Chiefs and Andy are in the exact same spot. Well, not with Mahomes. As, how many buys have you got at set? Three? We've been in the playoffs five times. We had better than a bye once. <laughs> uh, and then I think we had a bye every other year. Okay, so four. So the, it's either three or four. Okay. We don't usually play divisional or wild card weekend. It's beneath us, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so that it is, it, it is, to me, you are correct in my LeBron argument. There are some similarities, but they're not the ones I think you're pointing at. Andy, his lack of awful seasons... The, the fact that there are almost no blemishes or yeah buts on right. the resume, right. there right. was, right. to me, helps him. Now, the counterpoint is, yeah, but how many of those huge games when you could have won a Super Bowl or could have gotten to a Super Bowl, did you not because Andy screwed up the clock management, those sure. types of things? Those are fair counters. But I don't think it is written in cement that Belichick will always be the greatest no. coach ever. Did they play head-to-head -head in the Super Bowl? They did. No, wait. Did they? Oh, yes. Oh, I was thinking with Mahomes. But yeah, no, yeah, they did. No, 
Yeah. What happened? <laughs> the Patriots won the game. So they had a head-to-head contest and they won? Yeah, the Patriots won the game. Absolutely. And Maybe this is right. one of the many Maybe reasons you're, right. you're a bird over this. Jordan guy. Because they lost. played head-to-head in the playoffs so many times and Jordan never won a, a game. championship, though, in what? the finals they played? It was to get to the championship. It actually was first. Round. I don't know. Maybe I lost that one. Head to social media. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen Wildcat fired up. I swear to God, something. during that segment, that was I got good. You let the tiger, know, you let the tiger out. We saw it. I got well, legit, finally I got let the tiger out. Oh, yeah, you saw it. I saw it. Yeah, Wild was like shaking. <laughs> I felt my heart get. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code firstthingsfirst50 at factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Moving on to some hot free agency news. Grant Williams, now a member of the Mavericks. Four years, $54 million. Mavs get a strong defender who had an up-and-down year with the Celtics, started 23 games, also got a few DNPs during the playoffs. Nick, do you like this move for your beloved Mavericks? Okay. Beloved? They're not my beloved Mavericks. They're your pick to win the championship. They were last year because of Luka. And you know what? What? Before – I just want to and do what, it now. I'll answer the doing? question in a moment. I, I I want to defend myself on the Mavs thing for a moment. I've taken enough gruff from you. It's simple. You picked them. Don't. They missed the playoffs. <laughs> you picked them to win the championship. Yes. They missed they the playoffs. They didn't miss it. They tanked. They, they had a chance, well, and they gave up. Why did I believe in the Mavs? That's better for him. No, Pre-Kyrie. Why did I believe in them? Because I thought Luka 
could have an all-time year. Can we just remind America what Luka did yes, yesterday, last year? Can we show it, please? I hope we have it. This is a you know, spoiler on my own blind reveal. Uh, Luke is one of these people. First of all, Brew, which side of the coin would you rather? Second of all, do you have any guess on who the other one is? The, the other, other one's one? Michael Jordan, and I'll take him. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, all right, all right. Stats be oh, gone. pretty good. Yeah, I don't you think you keep pretty, pretty good. But much like Jordan <laughs> Grant, 88, 89, can I use you, Charlotte? How do you even have this prepared? Because I knew that topic would not actually make this about Grant Williams. I knew you would spoken. try to make it about me. I talk, they're reading what did about you Grant say? Williams. What did you All say? Your beloved man. He stated a fact. All right, this show is about facts and feelings. He stated a fact. That's it. That's all right. Facts and feelings. They didn't right. even make the play. That's a good name for the show. <laughs> not on the morning. Um, Facts and feelings. All right, listen. It's fine value. He's a useful player. And the I'm Mavs just excited. keep adding players that really irritate me. And you Grant don't like Williams, Grant Williams? He's just so, so. The, the, the Mavs plate is full of complaining to the refs thanks to my large adult Slovenian mm-hmm. son. They probably don't need to add more of that in Grant, but at least Luca's awesome. But it's listen, I like what they I liked what they did in the draft. I know people were mad at them tanking the end of the year, but they turned that 10th pick which they would have lost into the 12th and the 25th and Rashawn Holmes. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry on the biannual I, like I think that. is great. A flyer on Dante Exum, a former top 10 pick who had played well overseas, is fine. Not losing the asset of Kyrie and getting the only restricted free agent that's going to move teams this year is Grant Williams. Getting that done, those are all fine moves, but it's all going to sink or swim on if Luka can somehow be even better than he was last year, and that's hard to do. You picking him again? No. To win it all? It's a fair question. Totally fair question. You pick, who did you pick before the year, bro? Well, Brooklyn when they Uh were whole. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. They chose to just, we're not trying yeah. to win anymore. We're not competing anymore. Uh-huh. That's not my fault. Okay. And ne- Your guys tried. The, okay. No, I'm probably not going to. They added the talent. Okay, I'm just I'm asking. Just, you don't believe in. You don't believe I in. don't believe in Kyrie as the number two on a champion unless LeBron James is there. I'm probably not going to pick the Mavs again. But right. go ahead. That Do was, you like that the was very See, nice why are you not ridiculing yourself. him? Why are you not? He's not talking about Grant Williams. He's talking about I my like pick Grant. from last September. Look, Grant, I, see, this, this is where I disagree with you on Grant. Grant is a great pickup for them. Yeah. They need toughness. They need some spunk. All right, and I'm not saying Kyrie and Luke and these guys are soft, but they needed a guy like this. Well, love this pick. Luke is love soft. this pick. No, I'm, yeah, he's not. No, he's I'm, not soft. Yeah. But I love Grant Williams. I like Derek Lively in the draft, but he's gonna. He'll probably take a few years before he sure. can really contribute in a real way. Uh, Seth is great. They are. They've had a good offseason. I think they're. I'm basing this on Luca, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that it's gonna yeah. work chemistry-wise. Lower rung playoff team in the West. Like the sixth seed? Seventh. The West has really gotten, I mean, seventh my gosh. Seed? Six, seven seed. Six, I'll Kyrie give you six. And Luke they Davis. were the four seed before yeah. they got Kyrie. But there's a quite look at the Denver, the Lakers, yep. Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento. That's not even including. So, so, so to me, only Denver OKC. and the Lakers are assuming, he, assuming health. Only Denver and the Lakers are definitively better than them, Phoenix and, and Phoenix probably as well. Well, Sacramento, you off the beam? I 
I really like Sacramento. I don't think they, they're definitively better than the Keegan Mavs. Murray. Yeah, where it is, I like he's all really that. Improved. Can I? He's he be forty-one points in summer league. It was Why summer league, but still, league? second year. That's guy. what you're supposed to do. Is like out but but it's not like he went out and had twenty-three and out. Can I say one other small thing about this? Sure. Which uh, I think Zach Lowe, I think it was Zach Lowe yesterday that said he thinks that the Austin Reeves contract has a chance to be the single best contract from a team perspective in the league mm-hmm. over the next few years. He said that before these details came out. Grant Williams and Austin Reeves being signed for the same amount of money this offseason, both restricted free agents, does speak because they're both four years, $54 yep. million. Grant was getting those co- coaches' decision DPs <clears throat> in the playoffs. Yeah. Austin Reeves, as Bruce said, was the Lakers' closer in a couple playoff games and was scoring 20-plus. Austin is yeah, a great contract. He's getting a lot of love. Let's see him live up to it. So Deliver. One last thing on Austin, even though we're way yeah. off That's the okay. original topic. Um, do you think any of his contract was the LeBron James discount? What I mean is – yeah, that guy's great with LeBron James. I don't know if he'd be great No, I with think us. it was actually not that. I think it was that teams were right. so certain the Lakers were going to match that they didn't want to tie up their cap space. Gotcha. Because restricted free agents, like you, any t- just what happened in the Mavs with Antis Tybal, they agreed to three years, $33 million, guys restricted. Portland's like, nope, we want him. So now they get him for three years, $33 million. Yep. Teams didn't want to tie up huge cap space. That's he would have been good for your Mavericks. Matisse Tybal, he needs yeah. to learn He would have been great. He's getting sure. better. No, you, you guys get enough guys. Shoot. You know, that's a good point. He can Just defend. let him play defense. That's a good point. Okay, coming up next. Oh, Donovan Mitchell to New York. Probably not, but still. Why? Are, what? I don't Donovan know. We did game to Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Check in on Summer League where we got another flop. Right, this is unacceptable. Now, the problem is this was a shot to the face, but I guess the refs didn't like the overreaction. So now if you're a referee, you have to, on the fly, yeah. judge how much it hurts to get hit in the face by yeah. an NBA player. Sure. Nick, your reaction. This was the exact thing that I evidently incorrectly told the audience yesterday they were not going to be penalizing. Because I assumed, evidently incorrectly, the NBA would realize, and maybe there's a summer league thing they'll fix it, that this is an insane Pandora's box to open. That was an offensive foul. It was. Now, it wasn't a violent one, and I mean, and obviously the guy was selling the contact. So that's it. But that's we the rule. can't. Well, that is. Then it's a terrible rule. If the rule is asking the referees who have a lot on their plate already and it's a tough job mm-hmm. we are now going to judge 
not whether you did or didn't get hit, but whether you did or didn't over-exaggerate the impact of the hit, that should not be a technical. It flatly shouldn't. I am totally for them saying you flat out essentially lying via body language, pretending you were hit when you were not. We want to get that out of the game. The jump shooter that pretends they got their legs hit, and then you see on replay, you actually were not touched. The guy who has the ball and someone swipes down and comes in front of their face but doesn't touch it, and you do this and grab your eye. Get that out of the game. But the brew, you elbow me. And I hold my, (laughs) yeah, and I sell it. That should not be a technical, bro. Uh, It should not be. I was with you, and I'm watching this replay, and I'm like, like you said, he gets hit. I don't even think there's, like, a huge delay. Like, he gets hit clearly, and he, like, but then, you know when I began to disagree with you? When, so he gets hit, he overreacts. I'm like, well, he maybe got hit really hard. But then, seconds later, He's in the play trying to get the rebound. Like you got to go he, the whole way. Yes. You be on if the he had fallen down, I love Demontis Sabonis and stayed down for a few minutes, he would not have been called for take. Now I'm not advocating that, but I'm just saying that 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 would not. Okay, we wouldn't fine. be able to say that's an overreaction. But do you agree with me on what should and shouldn't no, be? No, oh. because what they're trying to get out of the game is overselling. They are really trying to get that out. And he oversold a call. You know what? You got hit. Just you keep playing. All right. And that's what they're. And I I like it in summer league because obviously these games don't matter. And the real NBA players, no offense, summer league guys, are watching this and they're saying, okay, I can't do that. So there was a time, and I'm not even trying to be the old man, get off my lawn. There was a time when they didn't oversell stuff. You got fouled, you, you got fouled. You know, and the ref either called it or not. They're trying to get all of this stuff out of the game, and I'm fine with experimenting on it in Summer League. I'm, by the way, I'm fine with experimenting on Summer League. I'm talking about whether or not this is going to be what happens come the regular season, and what I would argue is this. Don't you think, though, that will distract guys? From that'll start to get them out of the habit of oh I got touched let me you know act yeah, like I got shot hit with, in the by face, a gun. If you get hit in the face, if you get offensive fouled, you should not be you if if you if Brew elbows both Wilds and I in the face, mm-hmm. and Wilds is tougher than me and doesn't react at all, and I'm soft glass jaw and I fall backwards. It's not fair. That Wilds doesn't get the call, and I do. So Wilds, even if he's tough enough to take it, if it's like I'm not getting, I'm getting elbowed, I'm not getting the call. I'm now going to show the ref I'm getting elbowed. That's ridiculous. They need. <laughs> I, I agree that it's going to be hard to judge. To, yes. Like, you, you, Can't we see the obvious problems coming here? Sometimes, like dudes are overreacting so then, too much, right? And they, they want to get so, that so out then, of the game. Then and I'm let's fine with ask this actual question. Am, are you is is the type of contact you are allowed to inflict on someone dependent on how strong they are? That's the problem. That's it's like the, the problem. Sh- it's been the problem. It, well, long that, that before was, Shaq, they, but that right, was, right. But, but what I'm Shaq. saying is, if if Chet is guarding me, but let's pretend I'm an NBA player, it's going to be hard to believe. But just stay with I can it. See it. Or if Jokic is guarding me, and I dip my shoulder and hit him. What are we saying that the exact same action by me is an offensive foul against Chet, 
but not only would not be against Jokic, but it might be a technical on him. Because I'm not strong enough to knock him down, but he wants to show that I ain't. That's a dumb rule. No, but That's all a- we're saying is stop the acting. We're playing real basketball. Stop overreacting. Well, and let the refs call it. If, if you bump into Jokic, they're going to call the foul or they're not. All right, but, but he, he doesn't in, need to. Oh, no, but they don't. This call little six it. foot guy is not don't out. call it if if he doesn't fall. They don't call it if he doesn't yeah. fall. Joker was fall. I mean, Joker was falling all over the place in to the finals. get calls, and he was getting calls. Well, they yeah. need, that's what. By they, the way, also, change that. I think the Grizzlies should be able to call the league and be like, "We want to undo the Marcus Smart trade now." If this is if, he, if he's going to be getting technicals, <laughs> uh, this is not going to be a good trade. Or it's just better acting. Yeah, I mean, again, if that guy, when he got hit, if you really get hit in the eye, you're going to be like, ah, you're not doing all of no, this but stuff. everybody reacts differently. Like, ah. you get hit here in your nose or, like, here in your, like, you hit, hit in the lip and it hits your tooth. That hurts. Yeah. and Versus then, you can get bopped in the head and maybe it doesn't And you can hurt. get hit in the head and I mean, he not got hurt fat, at all. It was an and you can get barely sure. grazed in the eye. Yeah. And it feels paralyzing. It should simply be if you – if – you act like there was contact, and we see there was no contact. That is a technical. Call it lying and say that's against the rules. You're not allowed to lie. And if you want to also add to it, we're also going to give you a tech if you get called for a foul and go like this, and then we look on replay and you obviously <laughs> fouled him, we're going to give you a tech for that too. Wow. But this whole you got hit, but we don't think you got hit hard enough to justify that reaction, or you didn't react in the split second your body normally would. That's a technical. But they're, this they're is all asking the refs to calls. do stuff they can't do. All of the calls are. It's not going to go. Part right. of me thinks it's the trying to make the refs' job easier. It won't because eventually sell. guys will stop selling no. it because that's what they're getting confused by. Yes, so eventually it'll you'll play through. But list next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's also a time where we take a little break in the show and read some viewer mail. Yeah. For the year 2023, we get a tremendous amount of viewer mail, and we are always willing to answer your questions and comments. We get them from all over the map. Yeah. Here's one random one. Random one. Perfect. Who's this from? I don't know. Oh. I recognize the handwriting. (laughs) Dear Wilds, love the show. The twins, Ryan and Brian, again, may occasionally be double the trouble. (laughs) But in the end, they always find a way to support each other. Speaking of, is there any chance that Chris Broussard supports you by following you on new Twitter upstart rival, Threads? (laughs) Huh. Thanks. Dawn. Yeah, Threads. No. <laughs> All right. I, I just had to start following her on Twitter. There. Now you want me to follow her on Threads? Well, she's just wondering. Are you okay with that? I'm fine. I'm, you All know, right. I take it. No. Actually. No way am I no, following Wilds on Threads. <laughs> Twitter's bad enough. My gosh. All right. Let's get to the bud list. 
At number three, Stephon Diggs. Oh, wow. Stephon, you oh, are yeah. a great receiver. Still one of the best in the league. I, I think Nick's iffy on that. I clearly have you as one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. So why are you so uptight? <laughs> what? I mean, you got your money, four years, $96 million contract. You got a great quarterback in Josh Allen. You get your targets, second most in the league since you've been in Buffalo. And you're on a Super Bowl contender. But, Stefan, I'm telling you, calling out your quarterback publicly or maybe, we're not sure, but maybe beefing with him privately is not going to help you and the Buffalo Bills, all right? Your roster, your talent looks great. But the vibes, as Wilds would say, are way off, all right? And they could keep you from reaching your full potential as a team. And guess what? Sean McDermott can't get rid of the bad vibes. Josh Allen, try as he might, he loves you. I love He's my man. He can't get rid of the bad vibes. Only you can do it, Stefan. Get rid of those vibes, and you guys have a real chance to challenge for the Super Bowl. I believe in you. At number two, Brandon Miller. Uh Now, Brandon, I've been watching. I was watching Summer League before you were even born. Okay? Really? And I, yes, absolutely. Was he 20 years old, 19, whatever? There, There are guys I've seen in Summer League look tremendous. And then get in the NBA and they can't play a lick. And guys I've seen in Summer League look bad and then get in the NBA and become all-stars. So I'm not writing you off. I'm not going to cast any final judgments on you yet. But, bruh, you look bad. (laughs) I mean, you've got in two Summer League games more turnovers, 10, more fouls, 15, than made field goals. Just seven. All right, and this is coming off a really bad NCAA tournament where you totaled 28 points on 19% shooting in three games. I'm pulling for you, all right? And you make matters worse, you, you, you loud talk, you trash talk, Michael Jordan, and that already isn't aging well. So, Brandon, again, I'm not writing you off, but you need to start playing better. All right, you got to take this. I don't know if you're not taking it seriously or what, you got Victor Wimbayama tomorrow night, all right? So you got to come out there and start balling. Speaking of Big Vic, number one on the bud list, Victor Wimbayama. All right, tomorrow night is the night everyone's been waiting for. All right, you make your summer league debut. Some would oh. say your American debut. I know you play here. This had to be Nick putting this, putting this on I the bus. I literally button. don't putting know how to do that. Putting that video on there. But anyway, right. Vic, all eyes in the NBA will be on you. Yeah. All right? The game is in Vegas. The game is nationally televised. All right? And the game is against the number two pick, Brandon Miller. I mean, that, that probably part isn't a big deal. But you need to go out there and do your thing. And hit, heck, first impressions are important, Victor. And with the Spurs' love of low management, who knows? We might not see you again until the start of the regular season. So go out there and make an impression. I do believe in you. Nick thinks you might end up being Sean Bradley. No, I didn't say Wilds that. picked Chet Mahomgren over oh you. <laughs> I got your back. 
And we have a lot in common. Why I pick Big Vic? We got a lot in common. You're from France, and Broussard is oh. a French name. <laughs> yes, America, my reach goes way beyond Worldwide. the United States. Worldwide, baby. So Excellent. that's the button list. That was a great job, Brew. I noticed you didn't say I believe in you to Brandon Miller. I thought that was a little harsh, but I understand. That, don't worry about it. I am going to throw a curveball here. Oh. Because I was going to put, as of 35 minutes ago, Joel Embiid on the bud list mm. because like he might lose him he might lose Dame or he might lose Harden. Looks like they're not even in for Dame. What's gonna happen? Ooh. But then we did that Belichick uh Andy Reid segment. Yeah. And we saw something that in the three plus years that I have been working with Kevin Wilds, in the eight oh. plus months wow. that we have been in this studio, I've never Where's seen. It? Which is Kevin Wilds Curious, well, <laughs> broiling with anger, and as you know, Bruce an, Egy- an English major, and they would say doth protest too much. Oh. I'm from Kansas oh. City. We say hit dogs gonna holler, mm-hmm. and it sure <laughs> felt like he felt like Bill Belichick was on the hot seat, not just this season, but legacy hot seat uh. with Andy Reid breathing down yeah. his neck. So I am adding Bill Belichick to. The bud list. So people are like, oh, no, Nick, it's impossible anyone ever pass him. Well, let's look at the numbers. Do we think Andy Reid could catch him in total wins? Maybe. He could. Will he catch him in playoff wins? I would say almost assuredly. Will he pass him in playoff appearances, conference championship games? Sure. Super Bowl appearances unlikely, and Super Bowl wins outside chance probably would have to go four for four over the next six or seven years. That's going to be tough. But it's going to be close enough it'll be an argument. And then when you add to it that you can be like, oh, well, Andy had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but when he didn't, what was he? Damn near a Hall of Famer. 60 win percentage, five conference championship game appearances, a Super Bowl, made the playoffs 13 out of 19 years. And then there's Belichick. So I am putting Bill Belichick, Mm. and you don't even add to it, that Kevin Wilds, who seems to be his biggest legacy defender, also might want him out after this year. I demand excellence. I was going to say, and I like like you adding Belichick. That that was really good, particularly with Wilds being furious in, in the second segment. But here's another thing. You, Wilds, whether you'll admit it or not, everybody can see it. You have Belichick on the hot seat. Yeah. If he gets fired and Andy Reid, let's say, never gets fired in the rest of his career, I think that's a safe bet. Ooh. How's that going to be? Oh. If it, if it comes down and they're close, yeah. one got fired. Yeah. One didn't. What if we win the Super Bowl with Dalvin Cook and uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, okay. That's on the board, too. Sure. I believe in you, New England Patriots. I am adding another manager of sorts, Dave Martinez. Oh. Dave Martinez, Nationals manager. Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? So last night, you were playing the Reds and the most electrifying man in sports, Ellie De La Cruz. And Ellie wears, has this little knob device on his bat that he used in the minors. Now he doesn't use the device, which is kind of just like a, something you use in a little league attractor bat path, but he likes to keep the little plastic thing on there. Now, if you didn't like it, why don't you tell the manager before the game? Why don't you say, hey, I've been watching Ellie De La Cruz highlights on First Things First. Is that... Uh, knob thing legal? Turns out it is. But instead, you went up there and tried to embarrass him. Well, in the fifth inning, when Ellie De La Cruz got up, he decided to hit a home run 
455 feet. <laughs> and then pointed to the knob of his bat to say, hey, it's because I'm the most electrifying man in sports, mm. not because of this. <laughs> After the game, you said, you know what? Great guy. Didn't like the antics, though. Take a listen. <laughs> Yeah, I love the way he plays the game. I don't like his antics, you know, after he hit the home run. Um, we could do it without that. He's only got two weeks in big leagues, but, um, you know, he's, he's going to be a good player. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> Dave, you've been on the show a few times. This is when you got thrown out in the game. You're lying on the ground. <laughs> the other time you were on the show, antics-wise, is when you went to the old laser printer and printed out a base running blunder and started yelling at the umpires. So, Dave, wow! just be like the rest of us and bask in L.A. De La Cruz's greatness. I believe in L.A. De La Cruz, and I do appreciate these antics. So let's just be a fan of the Reds. We're red that hot. That was very way. good, Wiles. That's a tough call, though, because I love Ailey De La Cruz. Oh, no. And oh, no. No, I... I, I I like his antics at, you know, when he after he hit the home run. Yeah. But I also don't mind Martinez playing a little mind games. That's what baseball is to a large degree. You know what? Not you bad. know, let, uh, let me just get in his head. It didn't work because obviously nope. he hit a home run. So he but did. let me get in his oh. head and see, you know, if I can mess with So mess he had around. to take it off and he did strike out. But they to, made, him take, they it made him take it off in the second he, inning. Really? Yeah, because they didn't. Then they called, but then he could put it back on. And they're like, yeah, it's just a piece of plastic. Right. You can put it back on. And then he had home runs. Oh. So maybe you're right. Yeah, See, I that's like, what the bud list is about. Understanding and finding common ground. Not trying to diss Bill Belichick. <laughs> I thought it was about making fun of you. <laughs> that's what I thought Coming up next, a story that's two years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. You know, two years ago, that's why we have this old tiny video, on all the smoke did you, podcasts. Did you put the grain in there, the yes. graininess? What, uh, that long ago. Jeannie Buss listed her most important Lakers. It didn't include Shaq, but it, she did include Phil Jackson when prompted by Matt Barnes. She was going through the list and couldn't get a fifth. 
because she was, there were so many great Lakers. And Matt Barnes says, how about Phil Jackson? She says, yeah, Phil, sure. And then all of a sudden, there's a graphic. And Shaq, yesterday, <laughs> he was behind. Said, on he's two years behind. <laughs> On his social media. Wait till he sees that thing about the dress, whether it's gold or blue. (laughs) (laughs) And anyways, bro, Shaq was shocked. You know what? I'm with Shaq. I got my own list of most important. Now, this is not best Lakers, right? No, most important. Best players to play for the Lakers. None of that. It is most important Lakers. Here we go. Oh. Yeah. So excited. All right. I'm going to give a quick explanation. Magic Johnson. Look. We know the Lakers as they are because of Magic Johnson. He was the heart and soul of the greatest era in Lakers history, Showtime, that really put them in that. They made, he made them the glamour franchise of the league. Kobe, Kobe is arguably the most iconic uh, Laker. I mean, to the generation of millennials, it's, the Lakers are Kobe Bryant, okay? And he also won five rings with them. Kareem. Kareem, even with at 41 years old, was still their go-to guy. And as great as Magic was, I don't know that he wins even close to five rings without Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right. So, Kareem. Jerry West, because obviously he was a great player. He was getting them to the finals every year when big men dominated the league. Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain. Then he gets Wilt. He wins the championship. And obviously, at the front office, he was the architect to, a, to some degree of Showtime, and then he drafted Kobe Bryant or traded for him when Kobe was the 13th pick when no one else thought he would be as good as Jerry West thought, and then he got Shaq as a free agent. And so uh, Jerry West does, deserves a lot of credit. And then Shaq, and here's why a lot of people would question Shaq on there. Here's why. Because he was the hub, the main force of the only three-peat in Lakers history. The only time, of all their greatness, one time they three-peated, he was the hub of that. He would even be higher, if he, but he only played eight years with the Lakers. So, I think this is a great list by you. I totally agree on your top three, and in that exact order. The Jerry West thing, to me, is tough in this regard only. You, I was thinking about it purely their playing careers. It's why I wasn't in, so like oh, if we're well, doing she threw in Phil, she threw I in Phil, okay, but I thought that was I was thinking about the so I was not including Jerry's you know basketball architecture part of it, and so I if we he should, wouldn't be there he wouldn't be there and then I would include LeBron at five. And here's and he so we have the exact same top so three. You, we did you, not talk about this. Okay, this is it. I so I have the this is the same top three, and then I move up Shaq, put LeBron. And here is the argument for it. Prior to LeBron coming to the Lakers, they had missed the playoffs five years in a row. Mm-hmm. In their entire history, dating back to Minneapolis, prior to that five year stretch, how many times do you think they missed the playoffs? Sixty five years. The answer is five years total. From 47 until the five years before LeBron got there, they had five seasons out of the postseason. Wow. And then they had five in a row, and they were a franchise that quite simply was adrift. The only thing they had going for them was the name. They didn't have the right coach in place. They didn't have seemingly they had ownership changes. And then when LeBron came there, it reclaimed them as, oh, now Anthony Davis wants to come here. Now we are back being the premier franchise, and within a year, 
they won the title. Right. So it's another reason why Shaq, I would argue, even though, like you said, he was only there for eight years, has outsized importance. Because the Lakers weren't adrift mm-hmm. in the 90s, but post-Magic, it was a weird was spot still, for right. them. It was like, it's like Eddie Jones right. and yeah. who are we going to be? Okay. But Shaq right. demanding to go there reminded everyone that they are the, and then winning eventually, the franchise. So I think the guys who kind of, like, made sure the Lakers stayed the Lakers, even if their tenure isn't as long, have outsized importance on who they are. Well, if you just go strictly playing career, uh, I would agree with that. Because that takes Jerry West out, even though he's great. Elgin Baylor never won a ring there. Wilt won one, but didn't was there for the Wilt, amazingly, is there as long as LeBron's been there. Yeah, it was five exactly. years. It and, was, and he did get the one ring, yeah. but, you know, I, their team was really – that was a super team. Yeah. I would uh, I, I would agree with your list if it's strictly playing. Okay. Strictly playing. That is great. That's good. Yeah. You know what? Pretty what? Not bad. Like Wilds didn't want to do this story. Wilds said I mean, it was two, year, two and a half years the old. The story's two years but old. But Shaq, yeah. you know. But Shaq brought Shaq it back into the great. ethos. You know what? What? I thought that segment was going to be a horrible waste of time. <laughs> 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 Good. I was actually interested. The Jerry West thing was interesting. It was great. The LeBron you, stuff. I thought it was just you would be... agree putting West in there. If we're talking, if we're, about, if we're including what he did for the front right. office, a hundred percent. Right. Hundred yeah. percent. Would you? And but LeBron's a GM too. So. Oh, touche. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Dame's agent, Aaron Goodwin, said, you know what? Dame wants to go to Miami. So, everybody else, if you're in the sports media, stop talking about it. Because that's where he wants to go. (laughs) I took a little creative liberties there. But that's the general sense of it. Nick has made a proposed trade three weeks ago that he loves. Nick, do you want to take us? You do love it. And and, uh, actually now that, by the way, Portland, the new CBA is in effect and Portland's a second apron team. Yeah. This trade actually you have to throw in another small piece uh, to make the prices work. But the gist of it is Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, Jovic, the first-round pick a year ago. Jaime Jaquez Jr., the first-round pick, number 18 pick a few days ago. And the 2028 and 2030 Mm first-round picks. That's the trade. Brew, you initially cackled at this. Laughed. Had a good hearty-har-har, as Wilds would say about this. And now, lately, you seem to be coming around, my friend. Well, let, let me dispel some of the false notions out there. There's this notion that uh, I don't want Dame to go to Miami. Well, I, I'm a Boston fan. When in the world have I been a Boston well, fan? Never. All right. So I, I don't care which of these teams Dames go to. I'd love to see him in Boston. Love to see him in Philly. Love to see him in Miami. I noticed you said Boston first. Now, yeah, yeah. That, that's just happenstance. All right. I, I am fine with him going to Miami. My contention is that Portland should do what's best for them. They don't owe Dame to send him to the exact place he wants right, to go. Just not- All right. That said, Here we go. your deal is not 
as bad as I thought. Oh! Right? Tyler Hero, I feel bad for Tyler because he's getting talked about like he's garbage. Yeah. All right? He's a solid sixth right. man of the he's year. A si- and that's what I like him in Portland as a sixth man. You got a guy that can come off and score. That's not bad. But mainly, why I'm starting to warm up to your deal is Nikola Jovic. Oh! Now, look, in the two summer league games he's played this year, he's only 20 years old, just turned 20 years old a month ago. 21 and a half points a game. Nick, you'll love this. Yeah. 52% field goal, Mm -hmm. 55% from three, 80% from the free throw line. And he is six foot ten. Now I'm not just going on summer league because I said earlier, yeah. eh, you never know. But I talked with some people in the league earlier this morning, and they were like, "Look, the Heat love this. They want to keep him. They love his size. They love his shooting. Some people, and they love his basketball IQ. Now I'm told they're willing to give him up for Dame, but they really they love this guy. Wild. Some people are saying within three years he could be the best Nikola in basketball. I mean, no, we're not. We're not. Right? That's what some but, people are but saying. But really, Nick, look at this. What, what is their future built around? Three perimeter players. So, yeah. You need a 6'10 guy. Let's so just I'm just saying, home. Portland, do your homework. Because if this kid is special, then they there's, may have. There's 15 guys playing well in Summer League. I'm not We've basing only it on about Summer the League. one guy from Serbia whose name <laughs> sounds very similar <laughs> to Nikola. Jokic. Jokic. Is, does well, that no. Did you say in, that when people were I like, am hey, basing it. I like Mark Gasol, this project. Maybe right. one day he'll be he good. Sounds like, like, oh, he just name. sounds like Pal Gasol. He ended up being awesome. I like him based on what a few NBA people told based me. Based on what name. I told you. No, I you didn't, told you you didn't say anything going. about him. I told you he was the key you, to you, the You like Hakez. You like Hero. It is all based on Jokic. It was just the number 18 pick. Tyler Hero averages 20 points a game yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. This guy has a name no, that sounds no. like Jokic. <laughs> it's one of the main reasons. No, it is <laughs> not. It is not. If his name was It is Brian, his potential. Look at him. Look at him. And again, that's Summer League. I'm just talking about talking to folks. I'm, and I'm, that's it. Listen, I'm telling you right now, if I'm the Blazers, I hurry up and Put I mean, this dude in. might I don't be want bad. Taken off <laughs> he might be bad in two years. <laughs> okay. In two years, he Speed might be is bad. up next. We'll be back y- here tomorrow. Yo, has played four o'clock in more finals. No, it's three o'clock. I'm sorry. That's true. Four o'clock. <laughs> that is true. Speak <laughs> is up next.